you woke up this morning, then it's a good day. If you woke up healthy, it's a good day. If you woke up refreshed, then it's a good day to get up, get out, get on your way. If you woke up broke, it's still a good day. If you woke up diseased, it's still a good day. If you woke up exhausted, still a good day because you woke up to get on your way. Welcome to Travel by Proxy, the show where we leave our house so you don't have to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week, oh, are you doing that part or am I? No, you can do it. Okay. And in this week's episode, we explore virtual escape rooms, taste various things in our homes during this lockdown, and learn about escape slash puzzle rooms. So sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. And this week, um, we are joined by special guests, Justin Ropella, my spouse. I'm special. You are special. And our friends... Aaron O'Brien and Alex Schneeman. We're special too. Or as oh, we like to call them, Team Snow Brian. Yes, true. Schneeman means snowman in German. So oh, yes. No. Yeah. Brian, you get it. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. <laughs> We're um, lovers of puns. Yeah. We're all lovers of puns. <laughs> Not me, I'm leaving. <laughs> no, wait, come back. Fine, we just have to mute you now. From now on, you're just going to be <laughs> muted for the entire conversation. That's okay, we've can... just got a photo of B. Arthur anyway. <laughs> yeah, as you can probably tell, we're still uh, not in the same area. Although, um, uh, several of us are in the same area, just in different rooms. Yeah. Um, but we are still, in, Aaron and I are still not in the, are not re- in the spare bedroom studio together. We're virtual. Correct. You are in your spare bedroom studio. I am. I am in my kitchen, which I have turned into a studio in a slight way. I really love, my favorite thing right now is I get to see the view of the um, toaster oven in the background. Yep. And you can see the 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 T-Rex cookie jar. jar. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That That is literally my favorite right now. (laughs) (laughs) I had a, uh, I had like a, a, a zoom meeting with my coworkers and like five people were like, wait, I need that in my life. I'm like, you can order it online. I'm pretty sure. And you didn't get any random like uh, dick pics or anything like that in your zoom meeting. Nope. Okay, good. Good. I did. Uh, I did become the uh, like the, the host for a little while. Cause it got passed around for for a moment and uh one of my coworkers decided to like create like log in as a second person um and i don't know what he was trying to do but i uh Clone i muted himself. him immediately so that was super fun but other than that it's uh, uh so we usually don't still talk about the date but it is april 9th right now um yesterday we had the order extended uh for the stay-at-home order here in minnesota to may 4th i believe Uh, star wars day i've heard fourth or fifth depending but i'm pretty sure it's may 4th um so may the fourth be with you and be the day that we can finally um maybe start going back to slightly normal which would be great yeah but if it isn't we'll just continue what we do to keep everybody safe and shelter in place exactly 
speaking of sheltering in place, um, the people on the call today took place in a took place took part in an audio puzzle room. Um, they are part of my puzzle room team, the Best Mayhem. We are we love doing like escape and puzzle rooms together. Um, Aaron, you've done a lot on your own, right? I've done one with y'all. I have played okay. a total of either 14 or 15 at this point. And full disclosure, I do um, generally work at a place called The Escape Game, which is one of the places we will be talking about today. Um, but I haven't actually been at work in a month. So, Hooray. Team Snow Brian, have you ever done an escape game? You mean not with you the several several times? No, that we no, escape like, game, the escape like game. the the escape game because I've never done the escape game. The one that Aaron works in the Mall of America. Oh, sorry, no, not that one specifically. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we made it to that one yet. We tried once, but then it did not work. It was yeah, so crowded. I, I screwed that one up. To be honest, I told you all to show up, and I just totally <laughs> didn't uh, make it work. But we can. As soon as this lockdown is over, hopefully make something work for everybody. Uh, find a time for everyone to come down. Heck yeah. We should. We'd love that. So what's been the highlighted highlighted experience uh, pre-shelter-in-place uh, for, um, for everyone in terms of like escape room experiences? Well, actually, before we do that... Um, Let's let's start with let's start with our guests. Uh, how would you describe like an escape room to someone who's never done one before? Um, well, I would say you are in a room. All of the ones that I've done, you're not actually locked in the room. You can leave if you need to. I'm certain a story about that will come up later. <laughs> I'll let someone else tell it though. Um, so essentially, you're you're in a room and trying to solve puzzles that lead to clues that help you open a door or a different room or a box. Sometimes they give you different missions to complete. Um, it's not always escaping, which is why they're also called puzzle rooms instead of necessarily escape rooms. Um, they're fun. You have to work together as a team, call out information that you hear or see. And um, that's what I got. Yeah, Alex, what she said. Oh, go ahead, Alex. What's your <laughs> yeah. what's your like what's the driving like factor for you in, in doing in your like escape room experience? What's your favorite kind of like element? Um, I don't know. We've seen some really cool mechanics from some of the ones that we've done in the past. Like, um, one of the ones that came to mind immediately was at one of the Harry Potter themed rooms at, that Trapped had. They have like the different wand motions that triggered things as part of a spell spells that we had to cast and that that was a pretty good one. Oh, we saw a really cool mechanic with um i won't go into details but it involved heat activated paint oh, revealing a certain yeah. message it was so neat i um, really appreciate when when there is something that is inventive right because every riddle room or escape room or puzzle room or whatever you're doing is going to have locks that you need to get the code for they're all going to have a, maybe a door that needs to open but when there's something that is unique and makes everybody in the room go whoa that's my favorite <laughs> i think the worst the grossest one that we had to do was uh the one that we did in las vegas with uh aaron o'brien and it Here it, uh, is. it involved uh body parts that were covered in fake blood 
Mm-hmm. And like you had to reach into this like uh oh, what was it? Like it was it a body or was it just like a flesh sack and pull out organs? It was essentially like a dummy. Yeah. Sitting on like a chair and you just mm-hmm. you had to pull things off of it, but but it was a, a horror themed thing. Um and I'm sure Aaron thought it was an actual Actually, no, you probably didn't even get the chance to think it was you a real didn't... body because no. you cried and nope. left before that happened. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. tell the story <laughs> in a way where the peak is not at the beginning. <laughs> Come on. Um, no, I never saw that part. I left before that happened. No, you and left when there was. She does not handle scary things yeah. well. And this an was not. I mean, it was designed to be a quote horror themed room, but it was, it was you know, terrifying. like high schoolers putting on a haunted house quality stuff we're talking about here. And it was very uh, dark. you could not tell the quality. It was scary. Yeah, you could. You could. It, no, it was okay. teenagers banging on. Walls. It was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And she was very scared. She started crying almost immediately. And no, then... that's not entirely true. Okay, what that's... five? Five minutes, yeah, no, minutes. no, you got, you did, to your credit, you did make it through, like, 15, 20 minutes of it. it was... No, okay, it was 40 at least, because the escape room was an hour, and I was only out in the hall for maybe five minutes before you guys had escaped. Yeah, okay, but you were, yeah. you were in the parking lot already by the time we got out. That is true, because I was trying to get into the car. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Did you not have keys for the rental car? I no. did not. I was not a licensed. <laughs> or I was not. I was licensed, but I was not on the rental paperwork. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was a horror themed one. We was we were like trying to solve a murder or whatever, and and the, we it was were a little interactive. To escape a serial killer who had kidnapped us. And the the high <laughs> schoolers who were at the desk when we came in uh, were indeed running this room and like they were, there were true. people yeah. involved which was a cool mechanic I think to actually have a little bit of a haunted house element like there was somebody who would pop yeah. through this sort of rotating door and scare you know Aaron and then, <laughs> and then we Just, had to I did jump a couple of times we, we had to be you. pulled into that room one, one by one uh, and we had to spin a little dial to see who's going to go next. And when it landed on, on Aaron, I just said to the person, I was like, we've got to spin it again. She's just not going to go. She's just going to leave the room. And, and that person goes, we're not supposed to do that. (laughs) (laughs) And then the person banged on the rotating door and said, why won't you play with me? (laughs) That's when I left. That's when Aaron left. Yeah. And oh it, it, like, there are a lot of people who would probably flee in that situation. I went through the unlocked door because it's not actually an escape room. Yeah, um, but yeah. I did escape. Like the she the, did I, take she did take part in another horror themed escape room another mm-hmm. what, like a year or two ago. Um, and you did not. Yeah, you, the, remember the house the the one in Uptown? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know that one house. Yeah, but but she prepared for that one and and when there was a potentially scary part that involved going down into a basement in the dark, she was like, "Not not it." That yeah. was so cool. So I, I played that. Self-care. 
I played that same game separately. I played that actually with a bunch of my coworkers. Um, and the funniest part from that is uh, every company has their, their own kind of idea on what you can and can't bring in. So always, if you're going, uh, pay attention, ask, ask questions. Uh, but that particular room, I have a flashlight that I carry on me all the time. Regardless, like sometimes it's it's very helpful at work, but I just carry a flashlight on me. And uh, so when we were checking in, the person is like, so uh, no personal devices, no phones, no flashlights. And all of my coworkers looked at me and said, yeah, Aaron, no flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> but I'm so glad. So, uh, Alex, have you played that game, too? Is it was it all of you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're not going to discuss details on no. air. Right. In case they like, do revive it. But yeah, no, that game was really fun because that one was, uh, it was, it, it's, it's a whole house and it's 90 minutes long and it was like a 15 or 16 people maximum with, I think a five or six person minimum. Um, and there was like, I probably could have played that game five or six times before I actually understood all the mechanics in it because right, yeah. there was so much going on and there was so much communication that you needed to do, uh, from area to area to get certain things done. Yeah, I really like that. And I think there, you could probably repeat something like that, too, and do things that you didn't even really realize were happening, too, because there were some puzzles that I didn't even see. Right, that's true. There was definitely a point where I was uh, I was in an area and I ended up alone, um, and everyone just stopped paying attention to the like walkie-talkies that they gave you. And so like I'm sitting there, and I'm like, hey... Uh, I've read off this information. Does anyone need any? Like, can I come back now? And no one answered. And I sat in that same spot for like probably five minutes. And then I finally just wandered away. And they're like, "Oh, where have you been?" And I'm like, "I've been calling you on the radio five minutes." And they're like, "Oh yeah, we turned all of them off because we were all next to each other." And I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> we had a terrible habit of like all the people who got the radios ended up clustering together mm -hmm. so you have this room and like random people would go set go off to different areas and then all like there there's five or six radios and like at least five of them will all be right next to each other so then somebody would get on and be like hey and you get that horrible feedback mm -hmm. in the room so a bunch yep. of people just turned them off because they were always next to other people so then at that point i, I had the only radio that was turned on and I'm just sitting there like, anybody? Anybody need this? Being lawful good. I think that does, though, like, highlight one of the uh, inherent difficulties in when you can't, like, like see the people that you're working with, too. Um, and that was that was one of the one of the harder parts about doing the the audio puzzle room that we all did. Um, because what we we all did, uh, I actually participated in the in Herbert's laboratory through trapped puzzle rooms with Justin, Aaron, and Alex. Um, but it was uh, it's one of the recent offerings by them. It's really cool. It's uh, kind of like a mystery. Uh, how would you describe it? Um, how would you all describe it? Like the, what's what's kind of like the initial like? Well, I don't want to give spoilers, yeah. so I would say that it is. Yeah, it is. It's a it's a mystery. It's designed to be just like any other puzzle room that you would you would go into physically, but they get to be a little bit more inventive because they don't have actual limitations, uh, you know, that time and space provide. And physics. Yeah, it it played a little bit more like a, a role playing game almost, but 
it was also very strict, strictly in the puzzle realm. That's true, because there was a narrator. You know, we had a host the whole time, whereas, you know, when you when you typically do a room, you have a host and a guide who's helping you throughout and kind of checking in and giving you the intro and, and, and closing, but, but they're not there with you the whole time. Um, and in this case, we had that host the entire time, and, and we sort of treated him like a bit of a dungeon master, because mm-hmm. we would tell him what we wanted to do next, and then he would read us, you know, the next piece of the thing that we were looking at or the next uh, part of, of what was going on. Um, did it, did it feel to you like you were doing an actual puzzle room? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, I mean, there were definitely some differences, the mechanics and being able to like break physics is one, but um, another thing is often, at least when the best mayhem does puzzle rooms, we'll we'll kind of break off into two and start yelling things across the room. And I see this and I see this and what do you see? And um, we can kind of divide and conquer. And when we have kind of one source of information that that narrator or guide or host that was with us that whole time, you can't really split up. So um, it was a little different in that aspect and that it did follow like, one lineal path to the answer. Um, but it was still really fun. And there were like, the host would put photos up so we could still look at things and kind of figure them out visually, which I liked because I'm more of a visual learner or participant. Uh, yeah, I really I really thought the, the images were very valuable too because when we first started and he started sort of describing the scenario, it felt like it was going to be very role-playing game style and that it would just be sort of like an audio, a true audio adventure where we would just discuss through the whole thing. Um, but as soon as those pictures came into play, it, it that made it feel much more like I was in that room looking at those things. I was about to ask, is, is there, uh, so there's some visual elements on there. Um, cause I was reading through the, like the description and it looks like it's, it's done directly over discord, um, mm-hmm. so that they can share video and, and, uh, photos and stuff. And so like you have to use photos for reference and things like that. But since I didn't play this, I'm, I'm wondering is, do you get a lot of audio clues and then you just kind of have visual references, um, as part of it, or is there like anything else going on? Like, obviously you're not sent anything physical. Right. Yep. It's just visual references. Yep. So um, I don't think this is too spoiler spoilery to say, but you like he'll you know they'll show you the uh, like the an overhead of the room that you're in um, mm-hmm. when you when you say I want to look at something. There's sometimes an image closer up of that Got thing. Got it. Things like okay. That. Yeah. To me, it kind of felt like you were playing an old school text adventure, and they would uh, put like a like a picture of the room mm-hmm. that you're looking at next to you so you kind of had a visual reference for the so it's, the it's not quite to the at. point of like uh i see a key i put the key in my pocket uh mm-hmm. take two steps to the left okay. yeah no it's no. not quite get key you <laughs> cannot get key my favorite was my favorite parts were when we would all sort of collectively nod toward what the next action we were going to take was but then no one actually said it and so eventually like <laughs> One of us would be like, yeah, we do that. Yeah. 
since, since we didn't have like video of our faces going on and that sort of thing, it was kind of hard to tell if everyone was in agreement or if like whoever was talking was kind of rail railroading things. I I don't think we had any actual problems like that, but there there was a little bit of like minor coordination things that you you lost out on. Yeah, I think that the experience could have been improved had we had like a layout like we have here where we're actually able to like look at each other and be Arthur and a teddy bear. <laughs> was there was there no option to uh like like have video attached to that? I don't think they knew that oh, okay. that it could do that. No, he we asked about that afterward. Oh, okay. Um and he had said that it was something that they discussed and it kind of like went back and forth between them internally of, of whether it was something that would enhance the process oh, gotcha. or if it was something that would sort of detract from the process and be chaotic and they just decided to try audio only. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's a really interesting um, experiment because again, like I've, I've, I've worked in the industry now for two years um, and it's, it's always difficult from, from my end because I know the answers to all of our rooms. Like I like we have to play through all of them um, to train on them before we can run them. But like by the time I'm running a game, I know it back and forth. I know all of our games a hundred percent. So both my blessing and my curse in, in working there is I get to watch people's brains work in very different ways. Uh, to try to get to the same conclusions. Uh, and sometimes it happens randomly. And sometimes it's like, like when you know the answer to something and you're trying not to just yell it at somebody, like I mm -hmm. have moments where we're sitting there and we've got our headphones on and we're watching the cameras and we can put things up on the, on the screen in the room. And sometimes if we absolutely have to, we can kind of call in and like talk to them. Um, but there's definitely moments where people are like, I see a thing. And there's always like one person who's just like, no, we don't need that thing. We need to do something completely different. And then they will go off for like five minutes, 10 minutes sometimes on this random goose chase that they've created for themselves. And then it's like, we need help. We, we need help. And so then I give them help about the thing that that person talked about five or 10 minutes ago. And then sometimes every now and again, the person who has directed them away from that is just like, well, why would they tell us about that? We told it we, like we figured out that that wasn't useful a while ago. And it's like, oh, <laughs> no, uh, you're also sort of describing the best mayhem because we are chronic overthinkers in rooms yeah. and we will make the most overcomplicated puzzle happen when it is not that. <laughs> We yeah. did that because uh, I played one room with uh, with all of you, and that was the uh, the marvelous escape room. Uh, oh yeah! Trapped. Oh, that one was neat. That one was really fun. I, there was a lot of mechanics in that game that I really enjoyed. Um, but like, we all at some point touched like three of the puzzles and just either didn't think through them or thoroughly overthought them mm -hmm. to the point that it was just like. No one knew what was going on. And by the time we either asked for help or somebody finally figured it out, we all felt so dumb. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like there was one that was uh, like the solution to a directional lock, which I don't think is too spoilery because it's not really a thing. Um, but we all looked at it a couple of dozen times in like five minutes. And then we were all just like, huh. I think uh, I think Andrea, you were the one who got to it right as we asked for help on it, and you were like, "No, I figured it out." <laughs> <laughs> we 
we do hate getting help. That's, yeah. That is a true story. It's true. Do. I think we're all I'm... obstinate. Yeah. I, uh, I operate what were you saying, Aaron? differently. I, oh, yes, go ahead, Aaron. Oh, I was just going to say, I find that the the kind of getting stuck and having a million things going on and no one knowing what was going on happens more when I've played with larger groups. Mm-hmm. So I find the smaller the group, the more easy it is to work together and kind of always be in the know of what's happening. Yeah, that Definitely. makes sense. Unless yeah, you're like- Justin and I working together. <laughs> We work together well. We do work together well, unless you cut yourself uh, and start bleeding on the puzzle, like I did. <laughs> when did that, that happen? Uh, that was when we tried to do escape MSP off of Nicolette, and they had this uh, slide puzzle that was oh my God. broken. Oh, yes, I remember. And this. I cut myself on their slide puzzle. And so, so I'm like, I'm like holding my hand up. I'm like, I'm bleeding. And it took them five minutes to open the door so that I could actually get help. And they didn't have a first aid kit. Oh my goodness. But and then they finally, I hope they do now. <laughs> I will say I don't, I would not consider their puzzle to have been broken. No, it's just that it was one of those, you know, those big, I don't even remember. What are those things called? It's a mosaic it's a, puzzle. Yeah, like a mosaic slide thing. And they're large pieces of wood. And like they just didn't f- match up perfectly. So you kind of had to get the grooves right before you slid anything. And um, I don't know if how many of the listeners have ever experienced an impatient and driven Andrea. But when that happens, <laughs> patient <laughs> caution is not a thing that exists. She was just, she so she was like looking at those tiles and just slamming them back and forth against one another, and then on her own finger. And I was like, oh Jesus! Yeah, it's it's one of those things that that does happen. And the like in working in the industry, puzzles get beat up. Like do, depending yeah. on depending on what it is, because you know it every every place uh, every company has their own kind of idea on on how to go about manufacturing these things. Sometimes they buy things. Sometimes they make their own. Sometimes it's more of one or the other. Um, you know, we do a little bit of both uh, for our parts. But it's like it doesn't matter what it is in that space. It is going to get broken at some point. And it's how the business or the employees of the business kind of deal with it. Cause like you will have those moments where something is getting worn out and it's sticking and there's not much you can do without taking the whole thing out and just skipping that part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're just waiting on a replacement and it's supposed to be here in a week, you don't want to just remove that thing Mm-mm. But then once it causes an injury, you kind of have to figure out what to do with it. So right. that's always and it's this is also an industry that is still very young, you know, like the escape game, the game I the place I work uh was founded in 2014. Uh, you know, these things really started popping up around 2012 at the earliest, um, nationwide, if not worldwide. You know, they they haven't had a lot of um yeah, they haven't had decades of experience, but there's been a lot of learning and a lot of innovating that has happened in that short amount of time. So, you know, as we get into the point where, you know, we've had a decade under our belts uh, as an industry, uh, I think it can only get better because it still keeps getting better right now. 
So it does, the... and it's been really cool to see how it how it has evolved throughout the industry in general, but also today, right? Like mm-hmm. that evolution is what led us to this audio escape room, which was oh, so yeah. cool. Yeah, and I do since we have very little time left, I do want to quickly say, like you know, Trapped has the audio escape rooms. They are uh, officially an hour to ninety minutes long. Um, mm-hmm. You can book them at trappedpuzzlerooms.com, and then you can also play. Um, the escape game has board games uh, and kind of other virtual games, and some uh, we've we've instituted some virtual tours and field trips. Uh, and then there's also the monthly mystery, which is uh, less of a guided kind of game, and it's more of a uh, like kind of puzzle you can play throughout. So you know we'll have more links in the show notes, but uh, I just wanted to hit those things quick because uh, it's a great way to keep the industry going in this time of kind of global lockdown. Uh, and people kind of sitting at home and trying to find something that'll keep their minds off of being stuck at home. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, we want to really thank our guests. Thank uh, Team Snow Brian. Thank uh, Justin. Um, at, well, thank just Alex and Aaron for joining us today. Uh, if you have some feedback for us, if you've participated in some of these virtual events, feel free to leave a comment on our Facebook page. Contact us, uh, Travel by Proxy, and Twitter at TBBCast on Instagram, or email fans at travelbyproxy.com. And the Travel by Proxy theme is Good Day by Alex, copyright 2012. Our closing music is Now We're Talking by Jerris, copyright 2015. Both are licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixture.org. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it and we wish you a, a look, look out, out your, your window. window. <laughs> so hard to do. When you're not looking at each other in the face. <laughs> Walking with you and your moving peace stones and your rearranging all the pieces that you find. Now we're talking about things and places, all the names and the faces of the people that you love.